Hey, everybody, what's up? It's Brandon over here, or the Life of an Average Show podcast. By the way, new episodes of the Life of an Average Show podcast drops every Wednesday on all platforms. And my other show, Trash Talk, which drops today, Tuesday, at 8 a.m. You can check that out with Stuart Sachs and myself every Tuesday. But I wanted to come in today because I'm getting ready to go to the gym. Now, I have to first and foremost say, I'm not a, I'm not a health nut, so to speak. I don't even like that term. I'm not a life coach. I'm not a coach. I guess I am a coach. I coach a soccer team. But I am not the the epitome of fitness. I'm just your average dude trying to stay healthy. And I realize in this day and age, there's so much focus on fitness and so much focus on healthy and muscle building. And and I think it's great. I think it's it's probably one of the best things to come from social media. Uh, because you can connect to people across the world. You can connect to people that are professionals that have done this, or even ones that have struggled and have become sort of uh, a health guru. But I'm going to talk about the average health, what we can do, the basics that can really boost your your morality, uh, but also your physical fitness, your your spiritual fitness, your mind fitness. I've been doing this thing, and and... I've been staying healthy for a while now. I really watch what I eat. I work out about four or five times a week. I do get physical activity, though, that would be considered a workout at least six times a week. I always take a day off unless there's something going on, like I'm working too much or I'm sick and then I have to take another day off. But typically, I give myself, for the most part, that Sunday, even though that's when our soccer games are, my day off from the gym unless it's a training or something like that. But I have a friend who's been on here a few times with me, Nick Luck. um, And I've been on his his podcast and vice versa. And we've started this thing called Fit Bros. And really, he started it. And I don't want to say that he is like the originator, creator of it. But he was looking to get people to, to, you know, hold each other accountable, to kind of check in with each other, to get people back on track. And what's great about it is Nick and I live in completely different states. We don't, we're not together. We're not next door neighbors. We're not in the same state, but we live in different states and we still manage to keep each other in check. Hey, how are you doing today? Did you drink enough water? Have you eaten today? What are you eating? Um, or what, what was your workout like? And we'll share and we'll post our workouts or we'll tag each other in it. Or I'll just send them text messages. Hey man. I'm heading to the gym right now. What do you got going on today? And we hold each other accountable. It's not criticism of our progress. It's not to sit there and say what we're doing, a one-upsmanship, so to speak. It's literally just people coming together and saying, hey, I know you got a goal. You want to be healthy for your family. You want to be healthy for yourself. I'm here to help you with that. I'm going to check you in. I'm going to check in. I'm going to send you tags on things that I've read, you know, all that stuff. And it's been a really great process because there are some days when you're going at it alone, at least for me, just a 43-year-old average dude, when you're going at it alone and you're going to the gym and you're tired because you've had deadlines and you've recorded three podcasts and then you had to write another article and then you had to do something for your other job and you're exhausted mentally and physically, sometimes you just need that little push. You need that little person to be like, hey man, I just did this today. 
And they're not doing it to brag. They're doing it to motivate you. They're doing it to check in. So Nick will send me these and I'll look at it and go, cool. And I know he's got a very busy schedule, a very busy life with a toddler as well. So if he's out there hustling and I'm dragging, then I need to kick up my hustle. And so that's what we've been doing. And I think it's a really important thing to have those accountability partners to keep yourself in check. And you don't have to do a lot. You don't have to be at the gym two times a day, six times a week to get in shape, to get in a mental shape, to get in a physical shape. You don't have to do that. I know there's some people that do it and I think it's great. Hey, if that's what you want to do, my hat goes off to you. But to the average person out there that's working, that's trying to drop 10, 12, 15 pounds, whatever, that's trying to just lower their cholesterol, keep their blood pressure good, you don't have to do that. You know, you can go for a walk, 20, 30 minutes a day, a walk. And you know, you know the benefits of that? You know, you can cut your, your calories, say, down by 500, 600 calories. And you can be at a good spot. You know, you can incorporate things in your life that you don't think about, but you like. Incorporate more fruit and veggies, but you don't think about them unless you just happen to make them for dinner. You could just get up and do that. I mean, a piece of toast with peanut butter and an egg. You know what that does for you? As opposed to breakfast sausage and a bunch of bacon. And, and look, I'm not saying those don't taste good. And I'm not saying you can never have those again. I mean, I guess if you're in a really bad health predicament, you could have those. Or you shouldn't have those, I should say. But if you're just, again, a normal human being and you want to cut that out of your life and maybe treat yourself once in a while, you are going to see massive improvement. I had to do this thing, and I think many of us have, life insurance. It's never something we want to talk about. It's never something that we want to acknowledge, but we have to do it, especially if we have a family. Look, if I was by myself, I wouldn't care. You can just go ahead and uh, you know cremate me and toss me somewhere. I don't care. I'm dead. What do I care? But I got a family, and I got to take care of them. And so I had life insurance through a company, and I had a really good rating. They called it the Superman rating. Now, for many of you that, that know me, I'm not Superman, <laughs> okay? But- I don't smoke. I definitely don't drink as much as I used to at all. Not saying I don't, but I just don't anymore. I, I watch what I eat. I run. And those little things got me a really good rating. I was healthy. Well, my buddy works for a company and he's been trying to get me to go over there. If I can help a friend out and they give me a good rate and he gets commission off it, then I'm all for it. I want to help my people out. And so finally I said, okay, look, I'm in, check it out. He's like, you don't have to switch. You could keep both policies if you want to. I don't need to do that. But we do got to send somebody to your house to do that, to do that test again. They got to do blood work. You got to give them a urine sample. And I was not looking forward to that because I am beyond, I don't know if terrified is the right word because I don't like shake or freak out when needles come my way, but I hate needles. I despise them. I can't deal with it. It makes me cringe. And it's a guy who's got 10 tattoos. It, it, but that's a different story. But needles freak me out. But the nurse came to the house like a week later. You do all the samples. I had to urine in a cup, you know, all that fun stuff. Check your weight. And then she had to draw blood. 
obviously I, I'm, I'm here today, so I didn't freak out too bad. And then about four or five days later, I get the results back and I noticed something. Everything was really good. But for the first time in my life, that bad cholesterol number was high. Now, it wasn't high compared to some people or what some people might think when they look at the scale, but it was high for me. And it was above what they considered to be good cholesterol, so to speak. I don't remember the exact number, but it, it was just slightly over what it should be. I had a panic attack. I mean, I did. I, I freaked out. I started Googling stuff online, which is never good. Because you start Googling high cholesterol and you're dying. All of a sudden it says, oh, by the way, you're dead. Check yourself into the hospital. But I started talking to my friends and I freaked out. I called my dad. My dad, shockingly, with his health issues, he doesn't have high cholesterol. And he's slightly overweight. I mean, he is. And he uh, just fought a battle with cancer, so thank God for that. It's my mom. My mom has high cholesterol. So it's really kind of her fault. Let's just blame her. And I'm 43 and you get older and life happens. But I freaked out and I thought to myself, I got to get this cholesterol down. Now, shockingly enough, by the way, just a sidebar, I got the Superman rating with my buddy and it actually was like eight bucks cheaper a month. They didn't consider that to be a, an issue. So, hey, if a life insurance company says I'm Superman, I'm taking it. And anyway, so I started to read about things I could do. And I set a physical uh, to get a physical done in May. Now, mind you, this was back in January. That I, that I had the experience of realizing I got a little high blood pressure. So this was back in January. And in May, I said, I'm going to get my physical done. That would give me ample amount of time to work out better, to change my diet, you know, even more. And do some changes to drop this. Because as after talking and really researching, I realize it's hard when it's hereditary. Uh, it's not at the point where I need to be on medication or anything but it's hard, but this would give me time to drop, you know, five extra pounds, six extra pounds, seven pounds. Um, I've dropped a total of eight already. And I'm, I'm, I'm a short guy. Look, I, I'm, I'm five, six. Okay. And I'm short. I'm just a short dude. So any extra weight on me is going to be noticeable, but I dropped eight pounds. I fluctuate between eight and 10 that I, that I drop, you know, it's an extra two. It's like, oh, some weeks I'm like, oh, cool. I'm 10 pounds lighter. The next week I'm like, oh, I'm eight pounds lighter. I've been running. I, I, what I eat has changed even more so. And I'm still enjoying food. Because I think one of the biggest problems is we think we have to starve ourselves to lose weight and get in a better shape. And all that does is create more issues. My buddy Joey has high cholesterol. He's 56. Like me, we're Italian. We like to eat. He's gone full vegetarian. I can't imagine what that feels like for an Italian. I just can't because I know what it would feel like for me. But he also quit drinking. And he works out. And he's a skinny dude. He's taller than me. He's a skinny dude. But his cholesterol was dangerous. I'm talking, I was freaking out about mine. His was dangerous, but again, it's hereditary at his end. But since then, since what he's done on a drastic level to change, it's dropped. He almost starves himself. 
I don't think that that's good. I know he's a vegetarian and all that. And that's, that's great if it works for him, but starving yourself is dangerous. So I've done some things where I'm like, you know what? I do like sausage. It's not good for you. I'm going to cut sausage out completely or pick a once a month that I decide to get some Italian sausage or something. I don't think I've had sausage since January. I'm going to cut, I'm going to incorporate more leafy, leafy greens, which I love anyway, but I'm going to incorporate them in new ways, whether that's mixing them with smoothies. Uh, we typically do fresh juice anyway. You know, I do it a couple times a week. My son and I do it. I'm going to incorporate more of that in more meals. I'm going to make sure that I've got some bright green food in every meal I have. And I'm going to cut out a lot of the pastas, except for this past Sunday. That was my cheat day. We're cutting out these cookies. We're cutting out because I do like to have my cookies every now and then. I'm cutting them out. Not to say that I haven't had a cookie since January. But I don't even think about buying them. I was a big chip guy. I'm a salty guy. I, you know, some people are sweets. I'm salty. I don't, I don't have chips in the house. Occasionally I'll buy them when I have people coming over and that'll have a few because if I have a bag of chips in the house and I'm sitting here by myself at night writing, guess what's going to happen? Worst thing in the world. You're going to polish off that bag of chips at night, sitting on the couch being lazy. But those changes, I drink plenty of water. I don't drink pop or soda, whatever you want to call it. Those changes, I have noticed an increase in energy, mental, physical changes. I feel more focused even when I'm overwhelmed. I'm working out better. I'm running better. I'm walking better. I'm, I'm getting motivated better just by those changes and the weight has dropped. So I'll be really curious as to what happens when I go in May. That's not some big giant diet that's not some big health guru information at all it's literally the basics that we can do to make us feel better and i'm not saying that everybody that out there has to do that you got to find out what works for you but i think a lot of times we get discouraged because we don't see results right away we get discouraged because we think we have to buy this fitness equipment and go to a gym and do this and that and I'm not putting any of that down. I think all those are really good things. But some people don't need to do that or can't afford to do that. The simple changes that we can make in our life at home, you may not see those right away on the physical side, but inside your body is changing. Inside your mind is changing. And that, that really can give more to you than the physical appearance. And I think a lot of times we sit there and we've got people that are going to the gym four or five times a week. They're trying to diet and they're struggling because they're not seeing, they have this image in their head of what they should look like, what they should do. And they're not seeing those changes and they get bummed out. And what happens when, when we as human beings get discouraged, there's two things that can happen. We either dig deep and keep pushing through or the other thing, we stop and we quit and we sit and then we go back 10 steps. But if you've got somebody out there, as, as I call it, a fit bros or whatever, fit sisters, whatever you want to call it, that is texting you saying, hey, I'm heading to the gym today. 
Hey, you know what? Did you drink enough water? Whatever, whatever that may be to keep each other in check. It's just a check-in. It's just a simple phone call, text messages, a photo tagged on social media, whatever you want to do, Snapchat, anything just to keep people in check and support each other. That changes everything. And I'll tell you what, when Nick has started this thing with me, it's definitely motivated because I feel like I need to stay positive for myself, but I also need to stay positive for him. I need to be motivated for him because he could be having a bad day or he could be down or his other buddy could be down and having a bad day and not working out. But if he sees that I'm tagging Nick, like, Hey, look at the smoothie I just made. I just got back from the gym. This is what I did. It's not bragging. It's just saying it took me an hour. And then I hear the excuses from some people. Oh, I don't have an hour in the day. Yeah, you do. You do. We just pick and choose what we want to do with that out with our time. We, we decide what's important. What, what do we feel like doing? We base too much stuff off feelings. I don't feel like going to the gym today. I don't feel like cleaning the house today. I don't feel like going to work, so I'm going to call in. We base our decisions on feelings. I felt like I needed to stop and get this quarter pounder with cheese, double quarter pounder with cheese, because I deserve it. I feel like I wanted to spend an extra $100 on Amazon even though I really can't afford it. We got to stop basing it on our feelings because our feelings lie to us a lot. We got to start basing it on what we need. I don't feel like going to the gym today, but I'm going to do it because I have other people that depend on me. And oh, by the way, I also want to be physical. I also want to be healthy because I want to live a little longer. You can't sit there and wake up because I mean, you know how many times I've gotten up and I've been like, man, I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to sit on the couch and binge watch the next show till I have to do something. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't do that once in a while. I'm not saying I don't do that once in a while. But I think we do it too often. Next thing you know, you got three days go by. Your house is a mess. You haven't been to the gym. You're eating like crap and you don't feel good. What do you think that is? Because we based life on our feelings. But if we got somebody else that's like, man, I didn't feel like going to the gym today, but I did. You're like, you know what? If they can do it and they have just as much stuff to do as I do, their their projects, their life is just as important as mine. And they managed to do it for 35, 40 minutes. Cool. I'm going to go. You don't have to spend hours at the gym. You don't have to say, hey, really, Brandon, I don't have an hour. I only have like usually 30, 40 minutes in the morning. Well, two things can happen. You can decide to not hit the snooze button and get up an extra 10 minutes earlier. Or you can actually, in that 30, 40 minutes, instead of watching TV, you can start your coffee and then you can go do something. I don't care if it's in your living room, if it's in your one-bedroom apartment, on your patio, yoga, jumping jacks, whatever that may be, walk, it doesn't matter. You can do something. And you start doing that five days a week, you mentally feel better. You train yourself to get up earlier and your body expects it. And then you start to not feel good when you don't do it. Because I know I had about three days. I didn't hit the gym. And most of that was I couldn't. Um, I couldn't go to the gym because <laughs> I, I'm not bringing my son to the gym who's four. So <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. And I didn't have anybody to be with him. 
So I, I did stuff around the, the house, you know, I did, I did what I could and him and I played soccer outside and we went for walks and stuff like that. I felt good that I did stuff, but it wasn't the same. I could, I could feel it in my body, like, and my mentals, my mentals were like, wow, I, I, I need to get back. I need to do this because this is not helping me. And so when I finally made it back to the gym, yeah, it was like getting the ring rust off, but my body felt better. My brain felt better. I felt better. And it was like the focus came right back because we, we retrain our bodies. We retrain our minds. And I, and and Nick was texting me. My fit bro was texting me. Hey man, what'd you do today? I know you can't make it to the gym, but tell me you did something. Cool. I did. You know, something along those lines. And it's, I, I guess I just really, the whole point of this is to tell you guys, it's just from a normal dude, not some major athlete. I, I'm probably athletic more so than some of the people I know because I, I go on 5Ks. I've got a 150-mile bike ride coming up. I've got a climb this uh, Saturday in Dallas. It's called the Big D Climb for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. Um, that'll be fun. It's at the Comerica building. They do it a lot. They do it in other states. Um, you know how they do the 9-11 memorial in New York where you just climb the stairs. It's similar to that, but we're raising money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Uh, it's 80 floors. So pretty excited about that. Um, I, it's been about three and a half, four years since I've done that. So this will be fun. been training. So I do things like that, but I don't, other than playing soccer with my son, I don't, I don't do a lot of other sports. You know, I don't get out with the boys and play basketball or football or whatever, but I, so I'm pretty active. I try to stay active, but I'm not some major athlete. And I guess just knowing that there's people out there that work hard, that sit there and have a lot of responsibilities that have to deal with a lot of other challenges and they think they don't have time you know, they eat fast. Oh, I had to buy this because I eat fast. They don't even sit down and eat. They stand up, they shove a bunch of food in their mouth and they wonder why they don't feel good. You don't have to do that. You actually are wasting more money. You're wasting more time by thinking that you don't have time. And I'm not talking meal prepping for days. I'm talking basic stuff. You'll drop $10 on and fast food and that's probably low four times a week, $40 a week on fast food that does nothing for your body. But you won't go buy good stuff at the grocery store because you say it's expensive. But if you took that $40 and bought stuff at the grocery store and spread it out, you would actually have healthier food and more food to eat during the week. And I know $40 doesn't get you what it used to get you even a couple of years ago. But it will. Think about what you could buy for $40 at the grocery store and make and eat. And I understand we want to treat sometimes, and it's okay. But when those treats become part of your daily routine, they become excuses. They become patterns that drag you down. And I'm not just talking about food. Well, I'm really tired when I get home from work, so I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah, dude, I get it. I get it. I got my wife and my kids, and I just... You know, I just want to hang out with them and go to bed. Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Well, hang out with your kids outside. Why don't you go walk around? Why don't you go play? Why don't you get a game going? Why don't you run around? Especially if they're young kids. They'll run around. They don't even care what you do. They'll just run around. Uh, you know what? I just, I'm just have a hard time getting up in the morning. Well, okay, cool. But for the last five years, 
you haven't tried to get up earlier. You've waited till the alarm goes off and then you've hit snooze. Matter of fact, you set the alarm early so that you can hit snooze. Snooze is the most evil button in the world. You should never hit it. Because the minute that you sit there in bed, you already know that you're not getting up and you're not getting good sleep anyway. So it's just annoying. You should count to five and put your feet on the ground and stand up. Count to three, one, two, three feet on the ground, whatever, whatever works for you. Set your alarm early. If you're setting your alarm early just to hit snooze, get up because not only will it give your mind and body a chance to wake up, it could give you an extra time. Could you imagine if somebody told you you could have an extra 45 minutes, an extra hour every day if you just got up early? Think about what you would be accomplishing. You could get up and have your cup of coffee, do a little workout, take a shower, get ready for work, and, and be okay. Sure, not to say you're not going to be tired, but I am surprised by how much energy I have because I'm, I'm getting up early on a regular basis. I'm just getting up and I'm doing it. Now, there's some days I have to get up early and I can't do everything I want to do, but I get something done. I'm still tired at a decent time, so I'm going to bed and I'm getting sleep as opposed to trying to hit snooze. Then you're trying to be tired and dragging all day. Then you come home, you hang out with yourself, your friends, your family, whatever, and then you want you time. So you decide to stay up and then you go through this vicious cycle all over again. I make those changes. That's not much to sacrifice for us normal people out there. So get somebody that can give you a shout out, that can give you some support and find that person because it's really amazing how you feel when you can do stuff like that. And again, I'm not, I'm not some fitness guru. I'm not, I'm not a health coach. I'm not, I'm not this expert. I'm not a trainer. Trust me. But I just, I just see it and I hear it from so many people. And I think to myself, man, it's really is simple. And once you start getting in the groove and getting your mind right and getting, you know, getting everything done that you need to get done, it just becomes part of your life. I guess I realized I didn't ask my guests to join. My bad, guys. I thought I hit that button. Oh, well. Anyway, um, so you just feel better. And I think that that's something that we need more so than ever in this life, not just for all the health reasons out there and the viruses and crazy things we got going on, but because I think everybody across the world's mentals are fried. I mean, everybody's snapping, popping off, and they're frustrated, and there's toxic social media everywhere. If we can just get something positive and release some great endorphins and get our mind right, then that stuff kind of deflects off of us. We sit there and stare at a screen all day, whatever the size, and scroll through mindless, pointless videos that have nothing to do with us and write about all these things that we want to do and order crap we don't need from websites we don't need to be on. You just get frustrated. But then you go do some good stuff and you get out there and you get your mind and your physicality right. And you're like, oh, I feel good. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care about that. I'm not saying don't don't scroll. I'm not saying don't order things to have fun. But I'm like, I think we'd spend too much time scrolling and, and on the couch, in the bathroom, at work, in the car. And we wonder why we don't have time. Well, I spent three hours on uh, TikTok over the course of a 24-hour period. But, you know, I just don't have time to, to go to the gym for 35 minutes. 
you know, I, I would go grocery shopping. I just, I just don't have time, but I just watch YouTube videos of somebody opening Pokemon cards for two hours. Huh. Okay. That makes sense. Sound logic. Anyway, guys, hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, sorry about that. I, I should have asked you guys. I, I'm still getting used to wisdom, guys. I, I'm just getting used to this thing where it says ask guests to join. I should have done that. But uh, I'll be back. And uh, you guys stay healthy out there. Be good. I appreciate all you guys.